Welcome to My Life, My Freedom. This is a podcast about freedom. Stories about people just like you who knew they had a bigger calling in life. They knew they had something to bring to the world, but there were things holding them back. They weren't where they wanted to be, but they didn't know how to get there. On My Life, My Freedom, you'll hear magical stories of freedom, how they did it and went on to change the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Mandy Rose, and I'm committed to helping free the world. I'm here to inspire and guide women to live free and do exactly what they want to do with their life, despite what culture, their family, and even their own brain tells them. Here, we overcome all that holds us back from getting what we want. I'll be bringing you freedom tips, tips on how to discover your gift, find your inner power, learn what you want and need, and how to communicate that to those in your life. Tips on how to live the expansive, beautiful life that is your birthright and live feeling radiantly alive every single day. I'm here to help you reprogram your subconscious mind, refine your spiritual gifts, and crack open the life that you are meant to have. I want you to know that I have been exactly where you are, and I know you can do this. If we gather together, we can heal the world. Hello. Today I'm bringing on Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. Dr. Sheila is a mystic, scholar of Western science, and an advocate for holistic wellness. With expertise in acupuncture, Chinese medicine, energy healing, and more, she offers a unique perspective that blends ancient wisdom with modern approaches. In this episode, she shares her experience of feeling stuck in her life and not good enough, and how she eventually linked all of those, these negative things that were happening in her life to sexual trauma from her, her childhood and how she eventually went on to heal all of that trauma over a decade and now is a very successful, empowered, powerful woman doctor who has helped hundreds of women on their sexual healing journeys. Not only is Dr. Sheila an incredible human being, but she's also a very, very dear friend of mine who has helped me navigate my own traumas and has always believed in me as a sister. Lots of love and enjoy this episode. All right. Welcome, Dr. Sheila. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you this morning? Thank you for having me. I'm doing really wonderful, and I'm so grateful that you asked me to come on your show. Awesome. Cool. Well, we're going to jump right into it. I want to know, my, the, the, the question of the day is, was there ever a moment in your life that you were really feeling stuck and feeling like there was something holding you back from where you wanted to go, like you couldn't get to where you wanted to go? I'd like to, to know that. Yeah. So after I graduated my bachelor's degree, I took a year off before I went into my master's degree and I felt extremely stuck. I felt like everything that I just, when I, before I went into college, I was in a place where I didn't even really understand the impact of my trauma. And when I went into college and I started studying, I wanted to go into medicine and then uh, I realized pretty quickly through my different experiences of the Western world that that wasn't for me. And so I ended up going into child development. And when I went into child development, then I started realizing what happened to me as a child. And as I started learning more about it, then it started affecting me different and it started affecting me in a lot of different ways. So which we can get into more as the questions yeah. go on. But as I, when I was done, it almost felt like a tsunami had hit me and I wasn't really sure, like I couldn't go back into my old life, but I didn't really have my new life. And so it was a pathway that I had to physically hand carve myself. 
And I didn't really know how to do that or where to go. And so it looked really crazy to a lot of people around me that knew me as I was, as I was trying to pick up the broken pieces from everything that I had studied and integrated, but also my brain developing. And so what happened to me, I was really young when it happened. And so my brain wasn't all the way developed and it wasn't all the way developed when I even finished my bachelor's degree. So I was completely stuck. And I remember having a very specific, deeply spiritual moment where I just surrendered. I really surrendered to the universe. And I, I went to the river. I had gone to all these different churches and talking to different priests because I was raised really Catholic and nobody had answers for me. Nobody could give me any, nobody could give me anything that I needed at that time. And so I went to the river and I remember I was crying and I was, I'm, I was like, God, if you, if you can hear me, like, I need help. I, I need help. Like, please give me a sign. And I had this moment where I went completely far out of my body and I was so far up into space that I could hear all these different voices of just like streamlining voices, but it was a very calm experience. Like, it's like, I felt so connected to the entire world around me and the entire world period. And then I zipped back into my body. And when I zipped back into my body, my mind was calm. My body was at peace and I felt the flowing of the river like it was me. And to me, that was this deeply spiritual moment that I had connected to spirit and I had connected to myself and I had connected to the world and the answers were gonna come. I didn't know when they were coming. And then the next day, a psychologist gave me a woman's number and that woman ended up being one of my mentors for a year. And I took a year off of school to just really focus on my healing, putting my hands in the dirt, planting, ripping up weeds. And I, as I was cleaning the land all around me, I started really organizing my brain and preparing myself for my master's program. Wow. So beautiful. So you really had this moment of like getting it all together and really really getting getting touched with god it sounds like really helped you yeah i feel like for me personally that that's what helped me and somebody could like if you don't have a spiritual practice you can say getting connected to the universe getting connected to nature because that was really me getting connected to nature and me realizing also i'm connected to the entire world and we are all connected and so that was a really deeply personal experience of mine, but I was also seeking, like I wasn't trying to navigate all my issues by myself and, and like the mess that I was feeling inside of my body. I wasn't trying to do it myself. I was like, I need help. Right. Wow. That's amazing. And so what, I just want to take a moment to really get, have the audience feel like, what did it feel like when you were stuck? Like before you got this help, like what, what was it feeling like in your body? And like, how was it manifesting in your life that you, you, you were having trouble getting ready for meds for medical school and all that stuff. But like, I didn't even know that I was going to go to medical school at that right. moment. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to do something more. I knew, I, I knew that I was capable of doing something more, but I also came out of an abusive relationship and I came out of a, of a very like abusive family and not that my parents were abusive. My parents were amazing, but what had happened, I had suffered sexual abuse within my family system and they didn't create proper boundaries for me. So it's like, I was a very abused person. And so going from 
that in my family system and then in my nuclear system and then going into college and learning about all the abuse. Cause some, when you're abused from a young age, you don't know you're abused. Like right. it's just it's normal to you. Like what's, what it, what, like, what does that even mean? It's just like, you grow you grew up with it. Right. I mean, I felt like a mess and also I was bifurcating with inside of myself. And so bifurcating is a term that we use in science where it's like cells split and they start creating life. And so I would say I completely bifurcated. I was like a split person and my sister was having a very hard time talking to me. And then I was like mad at her because I'm just like, what are you talking about? But I would be processing out loud. It would be like this part of me that was my old self and my future self we're both communicating mm -hmm. at the same time. Right. And if anyone has ever been around anyone that is splitting, it's it's a trauma response where it's like your body and your mind and your your energy cannot handle both realities that you're in with like the new reality that I'm trying to create and the old paradigm that was. And so yeah. as situations were happening within my family, it would be like I I wouldn't be able to handle the conversations. I would be checking out, I would be disassociating. So it would be like, I like I would literally be floating out of my body because I couldn't handle the pain inside of my body. And it's shown up in all kinds of ways. It's shown up in my autoimmune disease. It's shown up as like deep aching in my hips. It's shown mm -hmm. up in being scared of letting people close to me. I mean, when I was younger and I've been in a lot of therapy, so it's, and also just having a doctorate myself, it's like, I've learned a lot about medicine and a lot about the way that the mind body connection works. And I would say as a professional speaking that I was making really poor decisions in my life because of that trauma. For example, if somebody was an, an amazing mate and, and then they would try and like want to connect with me, I'd be like, oh my God, they're too good for me because if they find out like everything over here with my family, like they're never going to want to be with me. And then I would make these, I would make decisions based on protecting myself from my own trauma, but it's not protecting myself. You know, it'd be like, why? Well, I don't want to have that conversation. And I was very scared to have conversations. I, um, there was for a long time, I didn't even want to address it. And so I, I drank a lot more than I do now and like relying on sedating myself in other ways. And then the other part of that, as I started on my career was overworking. I completely, mm. over, like, I was like a workaholic and I could work for 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week and not like, and then I would crash. So I would like go and, and like, completely burn myself and then crash. And it's not sustainable. I mean, you ha I had menstrual issues. I had headaches, um, mm -hmm. just like being in, in, in physical and emotional pain. And I think that that's like something that's really important for people to understand is when you do have such deep emotional pain, it is physical pain. Like it turns into physical pain. It hurts your hips. It makes your back give out. It like you feel it on your shoulder. And I think that to speak to like, what did I feel on my body? I felt like I was an 80 year old woman in my body. I felt oh yeah. that I, that my, I felt like my bones could snap and it's, I felt very frail, but I felt strong at the same time. Like my heart felt strong. I felt like I'm going to figure this out and I felt like I'm going to get through it. But I think that that's where for me personally, my faith comes in. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have faith in, in a higher power, then I would say have faith in yourself, like, mm -hmm. and my faith in myself to be able to pull myself through this and to like, it was like, I was going to figure it out. Like, I didn't know how I was going <laughs> to figure it out, but I was going to figure it out. And I was not going to 
succumb to the trauma. But before we get into how you figured it out, I'd really love to know, like, did you know that there was something wrong with you? Or did you feel like, were there moments in your life? I, I know, I know, because I I have sexual trauma in my past, too, where it's like, and a lot of trauma in my past. And it's like, there's definitely like, been moments in my life where I'm like, I've got this all figured out. Like, I'm like, I've healed myself. And like, I'm good. And then like, there's definitely so much more to unpack later on. And I'm just wondering if there's like in your during all of this, were there times where you were like, I'm good, like, I've, I've healed from all of this, I'm good, like, everything's great? Or were you always aware? Or, or did you feel more in the opposite category? I actually flip flip flop to this category, too, where I'm like, I'm so messed up, like all of these things, like where were you in that category? Were you flip-flopping back and forth or where were you in? Smash into each other. I think that it's like yeah. the, it's the yin and, yin and yang theory. Totally. It's like there's yin and there's yang. And then if you really understand, and every most people know what the yin yang symbol is. It's yeah. like that, the Tai Chi symbol. Mm -hmm. And if you really study the theory, it, it doesn't really exist. Like yin and yang is actually like just a picture of perfect balance. But in truth, there is no, like, it's like perfect balance is constantly moving. Right. And I would say that's how my trauma is to this day. It's like, sometimes I feel like, oh my God, I got it and I'm good and I'm strong. And sometimes I literally have to like lay down and just let the tears fall like a waterfall. And, and more than that, like more in that part of me. And then there's sometimes where I have like superhuman strength and it's like, nothing can rock me in that day. Like, it's just like, I have that fierceness and I feel that how I am now is I just appreciate the journey. And I think that when I was younger, I didn't appreciate the journey when I was younger. I would disassociate. And so my sister, she has a degree in social work and she was the one that was just like, what is go what is wrong with you? And I'm like, don't say that to me. Like nothing's wrong with me. And then she was always trying to talk to me about like, you know, like, cause, and my other sister-in-law, she'd be like, you know, Sheila's just like, what is going on with her? Like, she's just always perfect. And I'm like, well, I'm not always perfect. But one of my defense mechanisms was always looking perfect. Like, it'd be like no hair out of place. My makeup always done. My outfit's always on point. And I would never really open up to anybody. I would I mean, my sister was with my brother for, I think, seven years before I even showed any emotion to her. And I, when I had showed her emotion and I was crying about a specific incident and I was talking to my brother, I was like, you know, telling my brother, like, things need to change. Like, I can't handle this. And I was so embarrassed that I was crying in front of my sister-in-law. And I was, and I said to her, I was like, I'm so sorry that I'm crying in front of you. And she was like, what? Like, thank you. Like, thank you. Like, she's like, all of us like know that you went through what you went through. And it's like, it, it's kind of like insane to me that you'd never like show any emotion about it. And to me, like, I was like, whoa, but it's also interesting because it's, it's ancestral for me. I, I, Irish people are naturally very stoic people. And I'm I, like, I'm straight full blood Irish, like both sides. Yeah. And so it's like, for me to really open up and, and actually physically show my emotions is like, blasphemy it's just like <laughs> it's like ah! <laughs> i'm gonna do that but i mean like if i'm in a safe environment like it's like with people that are very very close to me then it's like i'm more willing to but what happens when you have that kind of energy is then it it builds and it builds and it builds and then you just like explode where it can feel a little bit erratic and that's that's another thing that when you have this type of trauma it's like you're 
you can move what appears to be as erratic to people because you're constantly like you have to retrain your body when it goes into fight or flight mode to just like calm down because it's like your body's like am i safe and then it's like then you're you move to get to safety and yeah. and that can feel very dangerous to people that don't have trauma or don't understand trauma and the right. truth is like most like most women have suffered from some type of abuse or trauma or you know like relationship trauma and so when we're looking at that it's like if a woman's going into fight or flight it's like how do we understand how to sedate her nervous system and get her into you know what feels to be a safe container so that she could come back to herself or come back to her heart or come back to her mind body connection yeah perfect one more question about before we get into like the healing aspect too much is i'd really like to know if there was like a moment when you made the connection in your life between like this is i my life is chaotic and all this weird stuff is happening that you were describing before and the connection from that to the sexual abuse did you make that when did you make that was there like a moment when you made that connection i think i made that connection like in series like it was like i remember this one specific moment and um the person who molested me a decade later was hitting on me at a party and it was a family party and i immediately disassociated i ran out of the party I yelled at my sister. I was like, and she was like, she started crying and she was just, we lived together at the time in Vegas. I was, and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, if you keep acting like this, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to help you. I don't want to live with you if you keep like having these like outbursts. And so, and then all of a sudden I realized like what was happening, but it wasn't like in that specific moment, it wasn't like I had integrated integrated it the way that I have now. And so I knew in that moment, like, okay, I got to move. My, I have to shift myself and get myself into safety. But then it's like me and my sister against our whole family. And, it, and then it was like, it happened in like a series over 10 years. And so then it would be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do this. And then she got pregnant. And then it was like, my whole body was like, oh, we can't have a baby in this. And even though it wasn't my baby, and <laughs> yeah. it was like, but then my whole body again was like having this crazy flaring experience where I was like on fire of just like creating safety for the future generations. And then it wasn't until much later, which was like five years after that, I would say. And then another experience happened where I was just like, oh, hell no. And that was when I went and I found this teacher in Sedona. And while I was working with this mentor, that was when I really started understanding this. Was this mentor like was this mentor specifically someone for recovering from sexual trauma? No, no, she wasn't. She was she was a spiritual healer, and she did like a like mystery school trainings and Christ consciousness trainings. Like I had to like every day I had to wake up and like put my hands in the dirt. Like it was like I had to actually physically wow. like do stuff on the land. And it was like, and she's just like, you are so disassociated. Like you're so disconnected from your body. And so she had me doing all these different techniques. I had to give my cell phone. Like I had to like disconnect from everybody. So it was more like, it sounds like what you were searching for in that moment was a, a, a solution to the disassociation problem. Like you were not looking for a, a solution at all, actually. <laughs> Like what, I, what were you looking for? Tell me what were you were looking for when you hired I mean, that. She asked me when she she's so funny. She asked me. She said, "Why do you want me to train you in all this?" And I just started crying. I said, "I just want to love myself." Like, that's <gasps> it. like yeah. I just love myself. And wow. she was just like, like, and I was bawling because I just like, I mean, I wasn't 
like ugly. I wasn't not smart. I just like, I did, I like all of the stuff that happened to me, mm. I truly did not love myself. I hated myself. Yeah, and, and it's just like, when you have so much mud slung at you, you start to believe that you're mud. <laughs> and it was just like, that's, that's what it felt like. And, and then when she started training, training me and like, meditation and like understanding how to like feel perceive read energy then she when i when she saw how good i was at it then she was like you need to go to acupuncture school and i was like i don't think i'm smart enough and she's like yeah you are and it's like <laughs> to me now like now being where i'm at in this moment in life where it's like i do have my doctorate i can't even believe that i thought i wasn't smart enough because i love our medicine like i love it so much like i could just like drink it every morning like, like and i research it all the time so it's like it's crazy to me that like you know my my 22 year old self thought that but it's so funny because like just last week i was reading all my old journals to myself from that time which is it was like a time vault i haven't seen those journals in probably like eight or nine wow years. Wow. You just yeah. read those. I just read them last no week. Way. Cleaning out <laughs> stuff and like cleaning out. And I mean, I haven't even looked at them in, in seven years. And I, I haven't like thought about them in long. Like, like it's like I looked at them because I had moved into a new location, but it's not like I like went through them of like the time vault. And it was so interesting because I had written myself like, I'm going to love being a doctor. I'm going to love helping people. And I like I was writing about all the different ways that I wanted to help people and like connect them back to nature and how important nature was. And I was just like, it's so funny to me now because it's like I was very intentional then. It was like I was as I was healing myself, I was thinking about how am I going to take this into the world and how I'm going to help people also heal. And how? so I'm also curious how you got through the i'm not smart enough to go to acupuncture school i'm like even though you felt like that was a calling for you your your mentor was telling you that was a calling for you like how did you like get the courage to actually do that and go to acupuncture school i think it's just honestly taking one step like i really trusted her like i i, mm -hmm. I was like believe me you're smart she enough. believed in you and she believed she really in you believed in me she really really believed in me and she was like you are smart enough and you're gonna go and she also taught me like like being perceptive. And that's something that I used with the herbs was like really being perceptive, like, and how to pray and like how to pray. Like, I mean, even for our boards, like I literally like sat with all my books and I just prayed and I was like, take me to all the places. And I swear to God, all those places were on the, on the test. Like every single place that I opened up a random textbook, like it was all on the test, like endocrine on the ear. And I was just like, I'm going to look where endocrine on the ear is. And it's like, I went through acupuncture school, like thinking about, I'm going to take a test someday. And the knowledge that I'm studying is going to be on that. And I took my studies so seriously, like as we were going through school. So then when I sat there and I took the test, it was kind of like, I was just talking to a friend, <laughs> like it was, you know, and I passed the first time. And, and I think that it's because of the way that I, like, I'm so happy that I had meditation and i would say i would say meditation is one of the biggest tools of like helping me get to that place you know of like i don't think i'm smart enough to i can do this because mm -hmm. it's like you you can't retain information in your brain and store it like a library if you have so much chaos in it like you have to really empty the brain out and you have to be able to memorize charts and like look at things and and like have it stored in your brain like it is part of your brain and if your brain is chattering 
and there's a lot going on, it's like, how are you going to, it's kind of like if you move into a new house and all of the old person's stuff is in there, like, where are you going to put your stuff? And so you have to learn how I, for me personally, like through meditation practices and also through acupuncture, like acupuncture has been one of my favorite medicines for myself and like receiving acupuncture all the time, I would say also helps strengthen my belief in myself because it strengthened my boundaries and it also strengthened what I was available for. Because when you're really in touch with your body and someone's having a conversation with you that like, it's like, you don't have space for it, then you can be like, Oh, sorry, I don't have, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't receive right. this. Right now. I don't have space for it or however it is that you want to navigate that because, and also just drama and stuff like people like, like engaging me in their different situations. Mm -hmm. I was so strict while we were in school. I was like, don't have time for that. Don't have space for that. <laughs> like, because I'm, I was but, but I'm curious, but also before you went to act, when you started acupuncture school before that, was there any, you sounds like you had your sister who believed in you. You had this mentor that believed in you. Yeah. Is there anybody else in your life that was really building you up during that time? I mean, my parents always believed in me, but they're in a heart there. My parents were in between a rock and a hard place. And so as much as they did believe in me, I feel like they also like were supporting the other person. And so it was like, you know, it's like hitting each other. And I like I ha I've had a lot of mentors throughout my life that really have believed in me. Like I had mentors in high school, I had mentors in college. Like I'm even in communication classes. Like when I was first in college, like I did not pass my first communication class. I was so shy, and it, it was so hard for me to publicly speak. It was just like this. I just would hold my breath and it would just be so embarrassing. And it's just like, I'd have a whole speech plan and I couldn't nail it. And I actually had the most fabulous uh, teacher, like my second time taking communication class. And he just made me feel so comfortable in my skin. Like he, I, I would say he was like a diamond sculptor. He just kind of like, would you, he just knew how to move you so that you could just be yourself and, and speak naturally. Oh. And then I also had a lot of different writing teachers in college that um, would like re would read my writing and sit me down and be like, you know, like you have something here, you have a talent here, you have a gift oh, here. Wow. And so I've, I've had like throughout my life, I've had a lot of amazing people. People who really believed in you and that gave yeah. you the strength to kind of to keep going. Yeah. And, and when you graduated from acupuncture school, you got your doctorate, you passed the board exams. Was that another moment in your life where you were like, like you had felt like you had more worth in your life at that point? Or was it not? Was it just like a paper at that point? <laughs> It's so funny. So I actually didn't even want to go to my doctor at graduation. I was like, oh, it's a far drive. And my dad was very offended. And he was like, what? Like, you're going to that doctor at graduation. And it was so interesting because when they read the all the like the Sensi Mao, like the doctor's oath, and it was like I could feel the strength of all the people that had walked before us just push into our back as we took those oaths. And that was a moment where I was like, oh, wow. Like, I felt like I was in something so much bigger than myself. Mm. Um, but I, I've had very few moments in my life where I feel proud of myself because I feel like um, I'm always into my next vision. Like, after I finished, like, we got the paper, we did the graduate. Then it was like, okay, now I got to pass nationals. And, like, after my, after my master's, then it was like, okay, now I have to pass like the licensing in California. 
And then I passed the licensing in California. And then it was like, okay, now I got to do the doctorate. And then it was like, okay, now I got to do nationals. And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. But and then, then after you finished all of that, then did you celebrate yourself or were you? That's funny. I didn't really have a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> like, I, I think that like the first time that I was like, oh, wow, is when I, for Rose Thorn, my jewelry line, when I had my, like, I, we had a soft launch party. And I was like, oh, wow, like I've done, I've done a lot. Like, and, but even then it wasn't like this, like, I'm going to celebrate. It was just like, there's so much more to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, totally. There's always something to do. There's always so much more. So let, let's go back into the, the sexual trauma. I want to know, like, it sounds like, it sounds like from what I've heard so far that there's like been moments of like, you've healed. It's been a progression. There wasn't like a, you dove into it for an extended period of time or was there? Uh, that too. I, there's been, there's been a lot of moments of it. There's been like right. these moments of enlightenment and, and then going back to sleep, you know, there's been like, before I made the final decision to completely disconnect from that part of my family and like not go to events. And like, there was like moments of wishy-washy or back and forth. But when I was going back and forth, it was like, I wasn't honoring myself. And that's when I was showing up as two different people. And so then it was like, for me, I had to figure out like, how can I just be one person inside of myself. And that was like honoring my boundaries, honoring what was important to me. And that happened in different series. And then I would say that as my brain got stronger and then as I got stronger, then the real work started happening where it was like realizing the impact of not just the person that assaulted me, but every single character around that didn't make the choices that I would make as an adult. And then, I mean, even with that, it's like, then those people, like some of them have died. And then it's like mourning the loss of them that they've passed, but also mourning the loss of our relationship because I made a choice, you know, not to engage, or I made a choice to take a further step back in the relationship. And I didn't make that choice and have the proper conversations because I was too young. Like I was like, you know, I was 20, 22 when I was starting to make these decisions for myself. And so then it was like, there's been a lot of loss in it. I, I would say it's a, my sister and I say it's death by a million cuts. It's like all these little slices that happen as you're trying to navigate how to heal from it, but also how to create a better future for our future generations. And it's been in a lot of different series. Like it's been in like these wakes that happen that are not, I would say not planned. And then there are also planned integration where I'm like, okay, I have two days, I have three days, like I feel a big process happening and I sit down and I've like, I actually made a 10 page document and I sent it to my whole family on the assault, on everything after the assault, on the things that that person has said, my boundaries, like it's, it's very clear. And if they ever have a question, I'm like, revert back to that document. And it's like, if you want to have a relationship with me, revert back to that document because it's like, how did you get, how did you get to the place where you felt? safe in yourself to write that document I, was, it, was it was it written out of anger was it written out of it was written out of clarity yeah okay yeah, tell me more about that clear. that was a clear boundary yeah. it was yeah. it was so clear and yeah. it was just like hey if you want to engage with me in my life this is what it's going to look like and and i just was ruthless about it i feel like i had gotten to a place where i was like i am at a place in my career and in my life where I do not have the luxury of wasting time. Like it's like my days are fast paced. Like I have a lot going on. I have a lot of meetings. I have a lot of clients. I have to support a lot of people and be a support to that people. And I cannot have my knees buckled 
like I can't have my family coming and batting at my knees as I'm trying to move through the world. So it's like they had to make a choice. Like you're either going to meet me at my boundary or you're not going to have access to me. And how do they respond to that? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it's a deeply emotional trauma for everybody. You know, right. I think that they do that they do their best, and I think that what has happened since then is we have clear boundaries in our family. Like we have clear boundaries for the younger generations in our family, and it's also just it's it's sad. It's very sad, and it's but it's also something. I mean, my brother came to me and he said, you know, he said he's sorry for the way that he was young too. He didn't know how to handle it. And it's like a lot of people, what they do is they ignore when they don't know how to handle or they sweep it under the rug or they don't want to talk about it or don't look at it, you know? And I'm just like, this is a big sore spot and it's a big pimple in our family and we're all going to pop it. You know, we're all going to move through it. And, and I haven't, it was a 20 something year conversation before it finally got to the place where I feel safe and in mm. that. And it's also, it's not, even though I, there's like, there's safety in the family and there's, there's agreements that we have now where before it was just loose. It was just kind of like, whatever happens that day happens. And it's like, there's, I don't have, I don't have that. I wouldn't even say it's a luxury. Like I don't have that in my life where it's like, I have room for any loose sexual energy like that within my nuclear system. And especially for the future generations of the younger girls. Like, and so my brother, what he ended up saying to me is he said, like, he was just, thank you so much for the cross that you, that you bared for our whole family. And just thank you for speaking up and thank you for learning everything that you did. And I just like, I'm so grateful that, that my daughter has someone as strong as you right next to her for her life. And it was just like, when that happened, I did feel successful. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> really, it was emotional. Cause I was just like, wow, like, yeah. All the fights, all the studies, like, I mean, cause the truth is, is that 10 page document, that's like a work of art. It's, it's like actually a work of art. Like it's very clear. It's very concise. It's very scientific. It's like, it has studies, it has research in it. And it's just, it's, it's something that is a tool that women can create for themselves, you know, because it's like, we are <laughs> like, for me personally, go ahead. I was just wondering when you sent that, when you sent that 10 page document, were you expecting anything in return? I or expected were... nothing in return. But you know what happened? It was so interesting because I like when I was younger, I had menstrual issues. And the moment like I've done a lot of like TP ceremonies and more like Native American work of like working with the land and praying and like praying with the elements. And I mean, the elements within Chinese medicine and also just like a lot of Tai Chi and Qigong where it's like I'm very in touch with my body, in touch with the moon, like my body's in touch with the moon. It's like, I'm very much uh, organic matter with the universe. And yeah. when I sent that document, I immediately started my menstrual cycle and it was awful. I had to lay down for two days immediately. Oh and I had just had a cycle two weeks ago and my cycle is pretty regular. Very regular. Oh my so God. It, it was a very... It was what, a what, what were you feeling inside of yourself when you sent that? Like, yes, you're like, it was very intense. It sounded like, but what, like, can you describe the feeling when you sent that? Like after you sent it? After when I, when I sent the document document, I was feeling very clear. It was like a clear sky. Like it was yeah. like, this was out and everyone's getting my boundaries today. Like, it yeah, was just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> 
like it's kind of like here's the lesson plan here's the curriculum like it was yeah. just like extremely clear yeah. um my sister she was like wow uh, thank you so much. That must have taken you a really long time. Like she was trying to be like positive and, yeah. you know, and I was just like, and then my parents, they're older, so they were a little shocked. But for me personally, the moment I sent it, I felt clear. The moment afterwards I was passing, I would say centuries of pain yeah. like in my body because I'm not right. the first woman to be assaulted in my family. It's a lineage issue. It's yeah. like, my mother and her mother and her mother and her mother for God knows how long it goes back. And so it's like when there's that kind of trauma in the lineage and then somebody stands up and is like, oh, heck no, then it's like my whole body released. And it was, in it was intense. I was in bed for two days after that. And wow. it was craziest menstrual pain. And also just like full transparency, clotting and just like, but I, I mean, I wasn't scared because I'm a doctor and also I've studied epigenetics. I've studied so many layers of the menstrual cycle and also trauma from both like Native American in South America and North America and Canada across the United States. Like I had studied so much and like even like the understanding of the red tent, that book that was written yeah. where women used to, you know, come together and part of the study is to really study like what is coming out of your body and what is the time frame of that, that it is coming out of your body. It was such a huge relief for you. That was a huge relief. It was a huge burden that was what that was passed, but it was also, it didn't, it came with a lot of pain. It was like mm -hmm. so much pain yeah. releasing. And I had a complete outer body experience that time too. There's only been a few times in life where I've been like completely, completely out of my body. And I actually was like laying next to my body, watching my body. And my body was just like, I could tell like all this releasing was happening. Wow. And I was watching myself having this deep release. And this is what, like, I rarely clear my schedule. This is a time where I cleared my entire schedule for two wow. days. I just like, I had a full roster and I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'll be, I'll, yeah. I'll connect with you in a couple of days. And I just laid there and let my body release all this energy that I had been holding from all the years yeah. of holding. Wow. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you for giving us a little insight into that, that moment in time. Thank you. I was also curious, like talking about feelings, like what did it feel like, like to switch into healing the sexual trauma? Like what did it actually feel like when you were healing aspects of your sexual trauma like what came it's not like healing is not all unicorns and rainbows and stuff it's, it's yeah. like really intense work like like what did it feel like when you were navigating that i feel it's so interesting because i i feel like i came to a place within myself when i was in that school with that teacher where it's like i realized I have my compass and I am my North star. Like it's like both, like I'm communicating to myself. And so what did it feel like? It felt like a storm. And, and there's a, the, the, there's a book called the way of mastery. And it talks about when you want to master yourself, that you are in a storm and there's a lighthouse and you're hanging on to the lighthouse pole and you just have to hang on to it so tight and don't let it go. And I think that 
I love that image. And I also love my teacher gave me the image of the little mermaid where she's like swimming up the tunnel and it's like all these things are coming at her in all these different ways. And you just keep swimming towards the light. I would say that is how I held on. Like I was like looking at that or looking at the sun and I was like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it. And I'm going to hang on really tight. I'm going to hang on tight to my soul. I'm going to hang on tight to my heart and I'm going to let the storm rip. What was your motivation? Like the the light, you're swimming towards the light. To love. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but it's like the wake comes, you know, and it's just like, it's freaking coming from all over the place. And it's a mess. Healing can be so messy. Was there ever a moment that you wanted to give up? A hundred percent. There was a moment when there was a very specific moment that happened and I literally just did not want to be here anymore. I wanted to leave a note with my life's work and it was like this really thick binder and I wanted to leave a note and say, F everybody. And I would never do that to myself. I would never do that to my family, my nieces. And and just like, I think that when it feels so heavy and it feels like you're not supported and it feels like you're alone in the world and it like it feels like there's a density that's there and when that happened i'm lucky that i was in the place in my career where i like basically cleared my roster for a month and was like i'm gonna go deep into this and you asked earlier was there like moments of deep processing that was a moment of deep processing Mm because i was like now my health is on the line where it's like if i don't have enough energy for myself and i just am like i'm done then it's like i need to rebuild that within myself and so then it was like i had to spend a lot of time with myself like being like even if i feel alone how do i feel not alone inside of me like even if i feel like like these people don't have my back or things aren't going the way that that i would hope that they would go how do i have love inside of me and that's like where more rituals came into place of just like waking up every morning connecting to the sun like falling back into my rituals and i I mean for you you've studied this but part of chinese medicine that i've studied that helps me is like you don't do all the practices just when days are good you do all the practices always so when days are bad you have it to fall back into and i luckily had at that point i had 10 years of practices Wow. Before, before that had happened where I felt that. But it, I think that what's really powerful about understanding like my brain and how I've integrated it is it's like I only get as much as I can handle in increments. And so mm-hmm. then it's like there's like a huge piece of life where I feel happy and excited and and I'm going and then all of a sudden I get another wave and I'm like, OK, here's another wave. And so how do I move through the waves more gracefully totally. is, is like where I'm at now. Yeah, I did. I I noticed that this is something that I learned in school as well. Is that like uh, things come in the waves, like you're talking about, and there there's definitely it's like even children they get really really sick. They get like fever, like infants yeah. and stuff. Get, and then after that, they have huge growth after that. So yeah. it's like your healing has sounds like it's come in waves, where it's like it gets really chaotic. So much happens, and you you navigate through that, and then there's so much growth right on the other side of it. So much growth. And I have found for myself personally, the more of the neuro connections that I reconnect that have been disconnected for safety reasons, you know, like when you're not in a safe environment, your mind body disconnects. The more I connect, the more I connect to my career, the more I connect to people, the faster things come to me. Like I have a thought and it's like, boom, it's here. 
And so I think that like for me, the way that I measure power for myself is like how fast am I able to move my thoughts into reality? Ooh. And for me, like as I've dealt with my trauma and as I faced it and as I look at it and as I'm not scared of it and I just learn how to just like, you know, take one day at a time and just like, I know where I'm going. Like I have my compass and I have my North star. And so if I have my compass and I have my North star, like no, no matter what comes at me, like I, like I'm going to navigate it. And even if I have to go a little slower some days, and even if I have to cry some days, it's like, I like, for the most part, I like, I really work on my chi practices where it's like, I have enough reservoir that I'm pulling from, you know, my, like my bigger, more powerful self, you know, and not that I think that like going through my emotions or going through my hardship or my trauma isn't powerful, but it's definitely a handicap. It's definitely like when you have something like that happen to you at such a young age, it messes with your your brain body connection and how your neuro connection is going into your body. So my like fight or flight response and like some other parts of my brain where like my limbic system and like the way that like I recall memories that go into like getting me into safety it's handicapped. And so I have to understand, like, I have this handicap and how do I work with that handicap? And the more that I understand how to work with that handicap, the more powerful I have become, which is being able to take my thoughts and move them into reality in like real time. Yeah. So tell me a a little bit more about that, because I want to know, like, I want everyone who's watching to really get a good idea of like, since you've done all of this healing and worked on yourself in so many different ways and different aspects, like what does your life look like now? How is it different? Like, it sounds like you can manifest really very easily, which is amazing. But like, tell us like how, how you're, how you navigate things differently, what your life looks like differently, how you feel about yourself, like all, all of that. I think that what, like when I was younger, I'd be like, I would feel helpless a little bit. Like when I was going to all those churches and trying to get guidance and seek guidance and, Um, Even when I went to the river, it was just like, oh, my God, like, please help. And now it's like that surrendering is part of my daily life. It's like I have this surrender to me of like people are going to be people and then just like letting them be. And also, I feel like I have a lot more space. Um, But it's so interesting because it's like the other day I was treating somebody. It was a workshop and I had like some like a lot of people I was treating and somebody was like really scared. And I had this like intense, like anger come up inside of me. It was like, boom, like I was so mad that she was scared. And I was like, I held myself because I was like, whoa, like that is such an inappropriate emotion for you, girlfriend, like calm down. And I think that like, that's like part of it is like when I was younger, it'd be like, I would, I could like react to how I was feeling and like people would do something and then I would be like, you know, reacting into it instead of being like, that's my shit. And then I'm like, hold myself and I'm like, what is going on? And I feel that I don't have, I don't have space for my own fear. Like, I don't have space to be scared because it's like, I, I think that going through the situation that I went through, it's like, there was no space for me to be scared. Like I had to figure it out. It was like, like a matter of life, you know, am I going to live? Am I going to stay here on earth or am I going to crumble and like not be able to be here? And so like, I couldn't have the, I didn't have, like, I told myself a story where there's no space for my fear. And so then since that experience happened, I've been exploring like, where were all the times that I overrid my own fear? And and I've been like really sitting with it now. So, I mean, I think that when you have, you know, your checks and balances in place with your own body and something that looks much different now 
is I have all I've like scheduling time to navigate myself is is like mandatory. Like it's like I always am navigating like what is going on, what are my motives, like why do I do the things that I do? And I think that the other part of it is is just that deep trust. Like I know that I have a lot to offer the world and I also am here to help people understand their trauma and heal. And when you have, you know, so many different offerings that you're putting out into the world, it's like people come to me now. It's like when I was younger, I would want to, I would be like, I got to go do this and I got to go do that. And I'd be like in that hustle vibe. And now I'm like, I know who I am and I know what I'm offering. And people come to me and they're like, hey, I heard you're doing this. Can I be a part of it? And then I get to pick and choose, you know, who I want to be a part of it because I'm like, are you aligned with me? Is your philosophy aligned with me? And I think when I was younger, when people be like, oh, I want to be a part of this. I would just be like, oh, somebody loves me. Like somebody's paying attention to me. And now I'm like, yeah, okay, like, great. Like, what can you do for me though? And it's like more of like a symbiotic relationship instead of like taking whatever life gives to you. That would be, I would say like, as I have healed more of my neuro connections, now I'm like sitting with myself and even asking myself, what is that person's motive in wanting to help me? Like what, why, what's in it for them? Like, are they here for the world? Are they here for themselves? Is this an ego thing? Like, because I don't really have space right now in my life for people that are just like, you know, wanting some clout. And so they want to attach themselves to the projects that I'm doing. Like it's the only way that I'm going to be attaching myself is that if we have like shared mission, shared value, shared purpose. Totally. Awesome. I love it, Sheila. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations on just being such a great example of like how to move through these things and how powerful you are now. And I just am so, I, I'm so grateful to be friends with you. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Mandy. I'm so grateful to be friends with you and long, long friendship. Yeah. Um, well, you were just talking about, you know, different projects that you're working on. I'd love to give you a moment now, a few minutes to talk about like what, what you, what you, programs you have and how different ways that um, you can help the people who are listening to this. I would love yeah, to. Yeah. So I have a lot of different programs online. I have nine different programs, but specifically the ones that we hit on today are, I have a program on sexual healing and that one is seven different modules that just goes over start to finish how you, how you can heal from this and also integrate back into your life. And really understanding like how the brain works. I think that part of my motivation in designing that program is just the statistics are insane with how many women have some type of form of assault and the loss of income that they have in a lifetime. And I think that when women are going through it, they don't always understand. And even for myself personally, like I talked specifically about two different incidences where I had to take a month and like three days off to really be with myself. And it's like most women don't have that luxury of having to be able to take time off. And I worked 10 years of my life to be able to be at that place where I could actually physically take some time off, but it wasn't easy. Like taking that whole month to like really be with myself was not easy at all for me. And like financially it was a hit, but also just like, it wasn't easy. And so I want to, to create something that women could have at an affordable rate. It's only $99 that goes over like the ins and the outs of how you deal with this trauma, where you're not losing income because you're just kind of, you know, loosely going through it. And it's like the waves are hitting you. Like I wanted to create something where it's like, here's your navigation system and here's how you treat it. And here's how you can keep navigating through life and not lose anything while you're doing it. And then the other one specifically that I think is relevant to this topic that we're on right now is 
the breakup in a box. And that's really how to, how to compartmentalize your breakup and return back to self-love and return back to what you're trying to create and what do you want to create? It asks a ton of questions. That one's 13 weeks long. And then my favorite new baby is my jewelry line. And uh, this is the one of the first ever acupressure luxury jewelry lines. This is solid gold and there's pellets on the back and it comes with 42 different classes on how to use acupressure into your daily practices in life. Awesome. What kind of what kind of things can it help with? What can acupressure help people with? I broke it down into four different categories. So I call them life's essentials. And so like basic, like headache, digestive, insomnia, sleep mm -hmm. issues, power moves goes over the circuitries. So the power moves goes over like 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 deeper meditation, like how you move things out of the body, how you manifest, like going deeper into that. And then I have one that goes over the emotions, like really, really deeply, like going into the emotions and then the human experience. So the human experience navigates, you know, like things that we go through as a, as a human being that yeah. all of us are going through and then how to, you know, conduct your power, like how to release anxiety out of the body, um, how to like you know, like move anger through the body, how to raise your focus into your head. Mm. Uh, like that was something that I was always doing in school when we were studying for like 12 hours. Like, I remember that. <laughs> it was in my head and just like clear energy, clear energy. So the, acup <laughs> the acupressure jewelry could help with like really anything. So if someone has a headache, it's like, okay, yeah. just like, press here and like. <laughs> it's like having an acupuncturist in your pocket or on your oh, neck. That's so you fun. Just, like, into it. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you, Sheila. Is there any, I'm so, I really, I really highly recommend Sheila, by the way. I have done, I have done work with Sheila. Sheila is amazing. She's been really such a, a great influence in my life, Dr. Sheila. And I, at some point, maybe I can share my stories as well. Maybe I'll make another episode with my stories of how you've helped me in my, my own life as well. Maybe I'll just spend a, a, a minute really quick. I'll just really quickly say like, how much you've really helped me navigate my own traumas and my own life of like how it's really just, I didn't even know that there was something wrong with me. That's why I was like, a lot of the questions I was asking you was like, yeah. <laughs> did you know that there was something like, I didn't even know that I was disassociating. I, I didn't know any of this. And you really saw me. You were one of the, you were one of those mentors in my life that really saw me and my greatness and helped me really navigate you know, clearing some of the dust out of my, of my field and my energy and really coming back to myself and believing in myself. And I, and I really, really appreciate you, Sheila, for that, for those moments and, and always, and always being there as a friend for me. I really, really am very, very grateful to have had you in my life. It's definitely been, and it made a huge impact in where I am today. Thank you. That gave me the chills. I, it's so mm -hmm. interesting to hear you even say that. Cause I, I remember seeing you so clearly, you know, I remember when I had you, um, which I won't get into it too deeply, but in school, I like what it was like, let's go in my car real quick. Yeah. It's like, did this energy work on you? And it's just like, it, I, like, I, rem I will never forget how deeply that even felt for me where I just felt like, and that's something that I, I encourage everyone to do is just really create a deep sisterhood, like a, a sisterhood bond with the women around you. Because it's like, I think that it takes a village and I think that it takes us all seeing each other. And I feel like I've always felt very seen by you and you've always felt very seen by me. And I think that that creates the matrix that we all get to heal in. Totally. 
I 100% agree. <laughs> well, us as sisters, as women, we need to sister together and and come together to to really to rise up together. We can't do it by ourselves. We really no. need each other. Sisters of the light must unite. <laughs> sisters of the light must unite. Here we go. <laughs> I love it, Sheila. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. It's really such an honor to to have you here with me and to share your story. And thank you for being honestly for being so open and vulnerable and sharing with everyone listening. It's not easy to do that. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you soon. All right. It's been so magical chatting with you today. If you liked this, or even if you didn't, please leave a review. I absolutely love all feedback. And if you feel called to learn more and get loving support from others just like you, I have a free community. You know that feeling you get inside when you are around your people? Your body comes alive, time slows down, and you feel home. My community...